Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. Fatality. Hey guys, welcome back to For Your Distraction. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Adam, and sitting across from me, as always, is Hillary Clinton supporter Scotty Moe. How we doing, sir? Scotty Moe. Scotty Moe. <laughs> I call you that all the time, Scotty Yeah, Moe. I know. You don't call me that other than when you're doing the intro to the podcast. Every now and then, I'd be like, hey, Scotty Moe, <laughs> Scotty what Moe. up? What up? Not much, doing, my sir? friend. Not much. How are you doing? I'm not doing too bad. Not doing too bad. Uh... You know what? You know what I experienced earlier, um, and I wanted to ask you about it. It's a kind of a sciencey question, I guess you could say. Science, sciencey, science, dun, science. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know if you've heard this, but science is just really a liberal conspiracy. Really? Yeah. I thought you were gonna say science is really close to dinosaurs, and I played with dinosaurs when I was a kid. I did play with dinosaurs <laughs> when I was a kid. Don't front. I played with dinosaurs as a kid. All right, you know the concept of brain freeze, right? Like when you eat eat something really cold, really fast, uh, or, or whatever, and you get that, you know, that. Is headache there a difference thing. between a brain freeze and an ice cream headache? I think they're the same. Okay, I think they're just some people just call it. It's like soda and pop. Yeah. You know, like the South call it uh, soda, we call it pop up here, or vice versa, however you want to do it. Um, I was thinking about it. I had a slushy earlier. A slushy? What flavor? Uh, it, I think it was grape. I didn't buy it. Somebody grape. bought it for me. Purple. <clears throat> Purple. It was purple flavor, is what it was. You're like you're like an attractive girl at the bar. You're like, when I when I go to the convenience store, I don't have to buy my own slushies. Somebody always <laughs> pays for the slushies for me. That's how it you always should, is. You wear high skirts and stuff, and somebody's like, "Can I buy you a big gulp?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how I am. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, um, gotta so do what I, you got to do. So I had I had a purple flavored slushie earlier, <laughs> and um. I got brain freeze, and I was thinking about it, because it was like halfway melted. I was thinking about it. When you drink a really cold pop or really cold water, you don't get brain freeze if you drink it really fast. But if you drink something that's like a slushy that's like almost frozen, like, you get a brain freeze. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, it's like... It's just that much colder. Yeah, but I mean, like a slushy, like the slushy was like half melted and everything like that, so it wasn't that much colder. But, still... but I still got a brain freeze. I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, you know what? This is ridiculous. Like I've drank some pretty cold beer and pop before. I've gulped some. I've I've gulped some down. So yeah, it's but a slushy has that granulated ice all through it. <clears throat> so it's got to be colder than a pop or whatever drink you have. <clears throat> From the fridge. I mean, I've had a half-frozen pop, though, before. Like, I've had pop and did you drink it fast fr- enough to give you a brain yeah, freeze? Yeah, you know, I'm thirsty. You know, I'd crack it open. Gulp, 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 gulp. Cum how shot. How was that? How was that? Okay. Gulp, 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 gulp. Cum shot. Credits. For people listening to the podcast, he just, like, made, like, a dick sign with his hands. Like, gulp, 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 and he came over with another one in his left hand. <laughs> then I'm doing wheel number. Yeah, there you go. Whatever you can do to get those fizz cities. <laughs> DP, my Whatever friend. those polar pops. <laughs> do what you got to do. But I have, and I've never gotten brain freeze from that. So I don't know. You know, I, I was thought about it earlier, and it was one of those weird thoughts. I'm like, yeah, 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 okay. I wonder if there's a study that's been done. This is interesting to me because I, I get them. I get brain freezes for the same reason, chugging a very cold, usually liquid, too fast. And it gives me the brain freeze. I don't recall <laughs> drinking beer getting a brain freeze yeah so i can chug a beer i mean you have do you ever all right when you were in your younger days when you used to party it hard used to go hard like last weekend hard, hard in the paint as peter michael Loney would say hard in the paint when you went hard ball so hard <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um 
you did you used to do like shots and things like that. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, shots. Did you guys ever freeze the alcohol? Like have it frozen? Alcohol doesn't freeze. My no, friend. you know what I mean. Like put it in the freezer. So Store it's cold. in the freezer all the yeah, damn time. All the time. All the time. Like that's that's cold. That's pretty damn cold. You know. I mean, you take. But a it shot doesn't of that. freeze. But it doesn't freeze. So is it the act of because it's just as cold though? I it, think it's the freezing <laughs> element. So I think that's what it's does the it. ice. The ice finds its, its way into your head. Because you could have you could have a pop or a beer in your fridge, and that sucker's cold. When you take it, a cold to the touch, you touch the aluminum can or the glass bottle. It is cold on your hand, but you can chug that son of a gun, and you don't get that brain freeze. It's just the ice when you're doing a slurpee or a slushy or a slush puppy, an icy, any form of the of the frozen drink. That's that's my opinion on the matter. I'm not a scientist. We'll have to get Bill Nye on it, but uh, boom, yeah. science. That's right. Speaking of cold drinks, let's do the beer of the show. Yes, we shall. Yes, cold <laughs> drinks and cold beer. Today's beer of the show is the Spody Odie Pale Ale. Spody Odie. Is, it, is that right? Spody Odie? That's what it, that's what it is. S-P-O-A-T-Y dash Odie. So I'm assuming it's Spody. Spody Odie Pale Ale. From the Appalachian Mountain Brewery A-M-B. in Boone, North Carolina. Boom. Boy, that sounds hillbilly, doesn't it? It does. It sounds like... That sounds like deliverance. <laughs> near, 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 near. How great is deliverance? I don't know. You've never seen deliverance? I'm trying to think. Do yourself yeah, a favor. Yeah, I've seen Watch one. deliverance. Yeah, I've Burt seen Reynolds, one. deliverance. Yeah, I, squeal I, I, like a piggy. I had to think about that for a second. Yeah, it's been a long Great time. Film. Great film. Fucking love Deliverance. I feel like those guys from Deliverance brewed this. Maybe I'm being judgy. I feel like there should be moonshine in here mixed with it. That's what I feel like. Boonies so, in the boonies. So I'm going to read the little description here. It says, uh, We can so you can. Okay. A nod to an old mountain blues song and the tradition of enjoying a beverage among friends. Spody Odie is an Appalachian recipe featuring the hop-forward character of an IPA, but the structure of a pale ale. Rounded out with oats for body and complexity. Drinking beer, Spodiote. So, woo, so I dropped a couple. All right, so the Spodiote, it is a little bit more hoppy than your average pale ale, but it it's is. not quite as hoppy as an IPA. Yeah. It's kind of... In the middle. Almost. Yeah, it's kind of in the middle, and I know you're not a big fan of the super hoppy beers. This is this has got some hops to it. It's got some bitter taste, but you know, it's I, not super hoppy like when we had IPAs on the show. Yeah, you know, it's I'm I yes, I'm not a big fan of the IPAs. This isn't too bad for me though. This isn't mm. this isn't terrible. It's not it's not overly hoppy. It's not too hoppy to the point where my senses are just taken over by it, and it, it almost makes me not enjoy the beer. No, it's not like that. It's 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 enjoyable it's a, it's a pretty decent beer yeah i i like it too um oh i'm trying to look the can it's like mountains and everything on it's kind of cool actually I read this part of the box here that it came in it says appalachian mountain brewery donates proceeds from every can and keg sold to support the revitalization of the mountains and rivers cheers to your next adventure is Appalachian or Appalachian? Appalachian. You know, I say Appalachian too, being here in western Pennsylvania where we live. We're at the Appalachian Mountains come through here. Yeah. It was mountainous here. We say Appalachian. I lived in Tennessee for a year, which the Smoky Mountains, the Blue Ridge Mountains, that's all Appalachian too. They ref- they call it Appalachian. Appalachian. They do. But it's the same mountains. We just call it Appalachian here in the north. And in the south, they call it Appalachian. I feel bad. I feel judgy. But southern people with a southern accent sound uneducated to me. And I know that's not always the case, but it's just a southern draw comes off as not as educated. And I know that. Well, do you, like, all right, from The Walking Dead, for example, do you think Daryl sounds super uneducated? Do you think he sounds really dumb? No, but his character in the show isn't really. It's got that southern. Something like, uh, like. He is. He's from Georgia, but he like his character. 
embraces that redneck culture, that hillbilly way of life. Yeah. Like, that's his character. I I don't know. I, I, I agree with you that Southern, it's usually if you're trying to, uh, if you're trying to give like a, I guess you could say if you're a foreigner trying to portray an American idiot, if you will, um, you might give him a bit of a Southern drawl, I guess. <coughs> If you've never been to America, I suppose. Another thing, I've, we've talked about this before. If you watch movies and there's an actor, an actress that's from Australia or a British person, they are doing it. They're playing an American in the in the film. Yeah. And they, they're doing their, an American accent. They all nail it. Like, every, like yeah. is it easy to do an American accent? It, mu- it, it must be. American accent must be like just generic voice, I'm guessing, because like... Mentioned The Walking Dead, Rick, he's English. Yeah. That's an English man. Like he is he sounds super sad. He's bad though. Is he? Andrew Lincoln is bad. I think he does a very poor I'm Southern I, accent. Listen, I was convinced. Carl 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 He's so bad. He's like he's he's the one example. He's the one I, you know, I exception can, I'm the convinced. Rule. I got me convinced, I guess. But like, for instance, who since you're talking about Walking Dead, I think Maggie, she's British too. Yeah. She and is. she does a great job. I just, th- but then you've got like Game of Thrones, and Peter Dinklage is the only American on that cast. He doesn't yeah. even try. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he, just, he, he just does Peter Dinklage like, voice. I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm Peter Dinklage. Okay, you're lucky. Like, here. like once in a while he'll try to do like a little sound a little British, but no, no, but no. I drink and I know things. That's all he has to say. I, I I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about Game of Thrones before, and they were talking about any time you ever want to do a fancy, you know, a fancy accent or something like that like in Game of Thrones a lot of lumber fancy accents stuff like that like the kings and the princes and all that stuff. They always have an English accent to it. Like it seems like that's the default fancy accent is if you have an English accent. Like what would it be like though is if they had like a New Jersey accent or New York or something like that. Like like what are you saying in Westeros, England doesn't exist but they have the English accent. So New York doesn't exist but what's something they had a New York accent that's or the, Boston or something. Funny. That's funny. Well, we talked about that when we reviewed The Princess Bride and everybody was doing their version of their accents. But you had Wallace Shawn, who played Vasily, yeah. who was a Sicilian, but he didn't do an accent no, at all. He, he talked in his Wallace Shawn voice that was great. Like, that was awesome to do that. Inconceivable! <laughs> I know. But but the, the problem with Game of Thrones is they're all British, aren't they? Well, I mean, most of them are British. Is Daenerys British? Oh, yeah. Is she? I, I didn't know if she was British or not. Yeah. I mean, she played Sarah Connor, so... And she did a great American accent. Yeah. Like, it's easy but for like, these people. It's easy for this. Do you understand my point, though? Like, there is no England in Westeros in Game of Thrones, so why why do they have to be in England? Did you ever accent? look at a map of Westeros? <laughs> yeah. Did you ever look at a map of Great Britain? No. Did you ever yeah, flip yeah. the Great British Great Britain map is that upside what it is? down? Is that what it's it fucking is? Westeros. Is it? <laughs> I didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah, it's crazy. But you, but like you get my point. I think it'd be funny, just funny, like a satire version of Game of Thrones, where they throw in some like New York accents or something like that. that like, would be good. like, hey, I'm walking over here, you know. <laughs> get God, get your dragons and get out of here, right? <laughs> Danny Tavito. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, my cousin Vinny, what's his name? Uh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. <laughs> just Joe Pesci in there. Let Joe Pesci be a character that'd be, in Game that'd of Thrones. Be, that'd be good. I think we should, we should write this. <laughs> hey, let's rate the beer. Yes, we let's need to rate it. Beer. Rate it. Go ahead. You go first, sir. I'll go first. Um, like I said, pretty hoppy, but not overly hoppy. So I think if you like hops and you don't like hops, you'll still like the beer. Um, not heavy, not too strong in my opinion. I guess I would have to rate it. I do like the. By the way, the design of the can, it's it's a little nifty. You see a bike it's rider simple. going it, up a mountain. It's green. It's green simple. Can. It's simple, but it stands out with the green. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess I'd have to give it, uh, you know, 3.5. Give it a 3.5. I was going to go 3, but I guess 3.5. It's it's a solid beer. 3.5. I like it. I like it. Okay, um, I'm right with you then. I was gonna, I was gonna give it a 3.5, but I got to be different, so I'm gonna give it a 3.75. You go figure with you. I got to give it slightly more, but I was, I was thinking 3.5 <laughs> till you said it, so now I had to, I had to change up. So 
between a 3.5 and a 3.75. Good beer. Um, kind of earthy. <clears throat> I definitely think it's got some... I mean, it's spody oaty. There's definitely some oats you can taste. You can taste the hops. I think that's a great ex- great definition of it. I think it's it's an earthy, earthy beer. Very much so. But I like it. So thank you. <coughs> the spody oaty Pale Ale from the Appalachian Mountain Appalachian. Brewery. I tried in Boone, North Carolina. Appalachian, Appalachian. <coughs> so. Why can't I tag? You're a Facebook. You're a social media expert, you could say. I wouldn't say expert. <coughs> but you love Facebook. You're always posting stuff on Facebook. I'm trying to post a picture of the beer. Uh, but I'm trying to post it to my account, but I want to tag for a distraction in as well. It at, won't let me... Put the at symbol. On Facebook? On Facebook. Really? Put the at symbol and start typing for your... And it'll pop up. Hmm? Nope, it's not popping up. Mother... I'm telling you, that's how you do it. You don't put ads on Facebook. That's Twitter, my friend. No. Yeah. It that's works. Twitter. It works for me. <clears throat> you, you're You're a liar. You're a liar and your pants are on fire. Like, no, for Facebook, when you post a status, mm-hmm. if you want to tag somebody, you just start typing their name. Their name, if they're a friend of yours. If it's a page you like, you have to do the at symbol but first. But is it a page I like, but because I'm an editor or, or whatever on... No, you can still do it. I'm a creator on that thing. Like, it's it's not letting me. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it, bro. So if... No, it's not letting me. It's not, it's not coming Don't up. put a space in between the at. I'm not. It's at... Try pound. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's pound. Is it? I think it's at. Is okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, no. Ha- pound is hashtag. That's hashtag. For your distraction. We don't have a hashtag. We should have a hashtag. Somebody make us a hashtag. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. But for right now, look. It, ha- it works for me. Let me see. Let okay. me see your phone. Okay, hold on. All right. He's showing me his phone. Okay. But I'm uploading a picture. Is that different? Fuck you, Jago. Okay. Okay. And then I do... Fuck you, Jago. Fuck you, Jago at... Oh, look at that. Okay, now watch... Fuck you, Jago. Now watch when I do it. All right? There's my picture. All right? Fuck you, Jago. At four. Nothing pops up. Do you like for your distraction? I should. (laughs) I mean, all right, let me go double check. Let's probably your Android <laughs> bullshit. No, nah, fuck you. Uh, let me go. I'm going to go to Fourier Distraction and see if I like it. I shouldn't have to fucking like it, but no, I'll do it. Fucking better. You're an administrator of it. <laughs> I don't have a like button on here for Fourier Distraction. I can add a button. Let's add a button. What does that do? As you can see, I'm very, very versed in social media bullshit. Anyway... <clears throat> we were talking about TV shows. Bef- yes. We were talking but, about Walking Dead a little bit. But before we get into that, let's talk about... Uh, I just wanted to say our last couple episodes were a little bit different. We kind of we went a different route than we usually did. And we wanted to let our fans know what was going on. We didn't really have too many topics to discuss. And we wanted to do a show. So you and I decided to just open up our Again, another social media for you. Our Periscope app. And great, the, app, great app. I love that. I app. actually really enjoy Periscope. I'm, I'm going to try to start po- uh, doing stuff on Periscope more often. For those of you who are unfamiliar with Periscope, we've talked about it on the show before. But I recommend you get it. It's a free app. Download it to your smartphone. You can broadcast uh, a video or you can watch other people's. And go ahead and get that. Search for For Your Distraction. Follow us on there. We we definitely do a lot of Periscopes whenever we can. But the last two episodes, we opened up Periscope for anybody who wanted to come on and ask us a question. And we mainly started talking politics. That was kind of our big thing. Yeah. And um, Well, the, 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 uh, the election is coming up. Uh, at the time, is about a month and a half. It's about a month as we're recording this, something like that. Yeah. So it, I, it was important. We might be talking a little bit more politics over the next few weeks, maybe. 
Just just not not tons of episodes, maybe a few more if things important come up. We might talk a little politics before this show's out. We'll see if we have time. Yeah, we'll see. I don't want to talk too much politics. I think the last three episodes we've talked politics, so I don't want to become a politics podcast. <laughs> We're for your distraction. We're supposed to distract people from all the bullshit out there. So that's That was the idea. That's the idea, so I don't want to be too heavy politics. But like you said, Adam, it's kind of a big deal right now. So it's kind of worth us talking about it for a little bit. So I just want to let people know that we did the Periscope episode. We're back to normal now. And um, yeah, so what were you saying? You were talking about, we we're talking about the TV shows. Walking yeah, Dead, we Game of Thrones. Shows, all that stuff. I've been watching, um, I've been watching a little bit of Game of Thrones. I've been trying to catch, or not Game of Thrones, I'm sorry. Walking Dead. I've been catching up on season six. Um, I've been through all the episodes I've been through. Spoilers, you know, the whole Glenn fiasco, all that stuff when everybody was like, Glenn's dead, Glenn's dead, Glenn's dead. He fucking should be dead. Glenn's dead. You you don't like Glenn. It's not that I don't like Glenn. I'm just sick and tired of of Glenn being the, the typical character in a film or television show that avoids death like he's had so many close calls dude is the luckiest he guy had, on like, that show it's to the point where oh my god just seriously die already because i'm sick of asking the question is is glenn gonna die next week is glenn dead i'm tired of it spoilers he's not dead obviously god, but no. he might be dead now but you're not caught up all no the way. i'm not but as far as i'm caught up there was that whole scene I, I i finally watched the episode where everybody's freaking out like he died uh, he was in that horde of zombies. He should have died in that. He should have died in that. But everybody was freaking out because they saw blood and guts, and he was screaming and stuff like that. The second they showed that, I was like, "That was the other dude's body. Like that. That was the other dude's body. Like they were just trying to play off your emotions and like stuff it. like that." I that thought was- that. I thought that should have been the end of Glenn. <clears throat> and then when he goes to save Maggie, and he's surrounded by walkers, and he's fighting them off, and it's like, does he actually die? Actually, no, he gets a lucky fucking shot from Abraham and all them. They finally show up to save the day, and they got machine guns and bazookas and everything. Yeah, so many. Well, the new season. I'm call. I'm all the way caught up. The new yeah. season starts October 23rd. Looking forward to it because I don't want to give you too many spoilers. But the way that the last season ended, there's a new villain. Of course, it's the W. It's the W guys. No, it's no? a different guys. It's different guys. <laughs> is it? It's the, it's, it's is Negan. It the, it, okay, the guys with the motorcycle gang or whatever. Yes, whenever they stop yes. them. Okay, I love it's that them. scene. That scene was like the greatest scene ever. Whenever it's them. <laughs> I thought that was the greatest scene. I knew I knew that they were gonna get out of it, but at first I was like, "Great, we've got another new villain and stuff, and it's gonna yeah. be a whole thing." And then Daryl just blows them up with a fucking rocket people, launcher, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's great." I talked to people who read the comics before it was ever a TV show, <laughs> and they said that this uh, Negan is like the best villain, like worse than the governor. Seriously? Yeah, I, wow. I mean, I, I'll believe it when I see it. They just introduced. They've, they've talked about him for a while, but you finally at the season finale last season. They just introduced him, and all they're all caught. Spoiler alert. They're all, like, got by this guy, and he's going to kill one of them to punish them. And you have no fucking idea which one he's going to kill. But somebody dies. And it's, like, all the characters we know and love. Who, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Glenn? No, it's not going to be Glenn. It's not going to be Glenn? It's going to be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like, Daryl? It's going to be Daryl. Listen, that show would end if they killed Daryl, though. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> that pisses me off when Everybody I see people say loves- that. Daryl, for whatever reason, I kind of get it. I like Daryl a lot too, but it's like everybody loves Daryl. Like I like him, but people are <laughs> on social media say if they kill Daryl, I'll quit watching. I'm like, no, he's not that important uh, to me. It revolves around Rick. Rick is the character, and it could quite possibly be him too. I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea who they're gonna kill. It's all. Spe- I've heard like just. I've heard. I've heard people. Talking about who who they think is gonna die. I've heard everybody. There's everybody's on the list. I got a feeling. I got a feeling it'll be Carol. That's my that's my bet. It'll be Carol. I'm getting a little sick of Carol. She's been pissing me off a little bit. Just a little bit. Listen, oh, Carol's piss- badass. I love me. She's some badass, Carol. but she's she's pissing me off. How many times has she <laughs> saved their asses? She's probably gonna do it again. True, but I mean, I I don't know. I'm getting a little tired. Getting a little tired of her. <clears throat> 
But um, yeah, that's that was the whole thing. I think it's gonna be Morgan that saves their asses, <laughs> but I don't want to give you spoilers because you're not all the way caught up. Morgan. I think I think maybe they you know they can kill off they can kill off Eugene. He can go. He's like the he's like the innocence that's left in the world. Is what he is. He's annoying. He he is annoying. I I'll give you that. He's annoying, but he's like the smartest dude there. There's besides no... Glenn, besides Glenn, he would be my next choice. I don't know. I did get to the uh, once again spoilers. The uh, no, the... you're not spoiling. You're the only person who's not <laughs> caught up in the world. You're not spoiling it. Uh, the, uh, Rick Michonne hookup episode, I think is the last one that I left off on. And I saw, I was like, you know what? That, that works. That works. I think. Would you bang Michonne? Would you bang Michonne in a zombie apocalypse? You know what? I, at first, you know, at first, usually whenever I judge a character as my male brain works its way through, if I like this character or not, I eventually get to a point where it's like, would I bang this individual or not? And with Michonne, at first I was like, no. But then I was like, you know, as I as I as the character grew, I'm like, you know, she's 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 got something going on a little bit. Huh? She's she, yeah. Adam, there was way too many words there. The answer was yes. <laughs> that is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Oh, beer went down wrong. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Spodiote. Spodiote got me. Um I don't know. I feel like I feel like explanations are good. You know, if I just say yes, where's the conversation, man? Where where are we at? Just just say yes. it's zombie apocalypse. Now listen, you're gonna be done. Listen, it, if it was the situation at hand, I would be having a conversation. I'm not one of those guys. I'd be like, all right, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. But I'm I, I was I was satisfied with that. You know, as far as the comics are concerned, you mentioned them. Rick should have his hand chopped off by now. Like his left hand, I think it should be chopped off. He should be one handed. At this point, mm. so I never read the comics. I've just heard. I never read them, but I did hear about that. So, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, do you watch the spinoff television show Fear the Walking Dead? No, not even a little bit. Don't. It's not good. I knew it wasn't going to be. I good. Uh, I've watched it. I'm completely caught up, and I continuously watch it. And every time I ask <clears throat> myself, "Why am I doing this to myself?" It's just it's they're trying too hard. I don't like the characters. Like, there's so many likable characters on The Walking Dead. <clears throat> yeah. And there's not a one that's likable. The story is with written the very well. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't see coming, like in the last episode I watched. Like, I didn't see the original love interest for Rick, that blonde chick. I didn't see her and her whole family dying. That was awesome. I didn't see that coming. That whiny little brat all. kid. Yeah. Dude, I didn't cool. see that come. I assumed that he was going to get the zombies' attention, and they have to do. Rick would have to do some heroics to save their lives, something like that. No, he got the zombies' attention, and then three zombies just kind of grabbed him and started gnawing at his head and everything like that. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, and then she, yeah, yeah, and then she wouldn't let his hand go, and then she started getting eaten. I was like, "Oh my god!" And then the uh, the oldest kid grabbed the gun, was pointing at Rick, and then Michonne fucking stabs the kid in the back. I was Dude. like. I didn't see any of that coming. Dude, it was cool. Didn't see cool. any of it coming. Like, I was surprised. Those characters needed to go. They weren't very good. Yeah, they good. were all annoying. <clears throat> they weren't very good. I would, yeah, I wish Carl would have did that kid in them. I wish Carl would have did him in. <clears throat> He's got one eye now. Yes. He He's got one eye. Can't do shit with that one eye. He's right-handed. He'd still jerk off with his right hand. No, but I mean, I'm talking about shooting. Stuff oh, like shooting. shooting. I thought you were talking about masturbating. I mean, I mean, when you're, it's a zombie apocalypse, you're going to do a lot of beating your meat. I Think mean, there, there, there's there's a shot that occurs when it comes to beating your meat, as I guess you could say, the the end game. But yeah, no, I'm talking about shooting a gun. He likes that chick, too, the crazy weird one. Yeah. Hey, she's mysterious, man. She's mysterious. She's got that quality. How old like, is he now? <clears throat> How old is Carl? Carl. He's oh, got to be like 13, 14. He's got to be like that. He's going to be wanting to get his dick wet. I mean, he's that he's age. He's at that age, yeah. He's at that age. What? <laughs> poor Carl. 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 All the memes. I love those memes, by the way. They they have those memes of just Rick just talking to Carl and stuff like that. Those, are, those are hilarious. So speaking of television shows, I've been watching... Some some new ones. Um, <clears throat> American Horror Story six. Really, my Roanoke nightmare. 
Is that what it's called? My what it's Roanoke called. Nightmare? My Roanoke Nightmare. I watched season one and then stopped. You did the same thing I did. I watched season one with The Haunted House, and I liked it. I liked it a lot, and then I just never watched any of the other You know seasons. what I did want to watch? I wanted to watch The Circus one. I kinda the Freak want, Show? Yeah, The Freak Show. I kind of wanted to watch that one, but then again, I, at the same time, I'm like, I'm just not going to watch it. I don't care. Well, I... I don't know if it's true, but I heard that this one is the sixth and final season of it. So I was like, oh, well, I heard all good things. Every season that I didn't watch, I've heard nothing but good things from them. So I'm going to watch it. And I've been watching it. And um, the jury's still out. I've, I've mixed feelings about it. It's definitely weird. It's definitely entertaining. But it's done differently. It's done as a mockumentary. Really? Yeah, and the other that's, ones aren't done that way. That's interesting. It's done as a mockumentary. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s in it. Kathy Bates. Who else? Lady Gaga. Is she back in it? Yeah, she's in it. I'm a little irritable. I was looking at IMDb, and I was trying to look at the full cast list, and at the top of it was Lady Gaga. A little irritable because she wasn't in the beginning. So No, she wasn't. No, so but because it's, she's it's, like the she's like one of the biggest names on there, like her and Kubi Kunjun, now all of a sudden she gets top list for it. It's hard to look at that though, because it's all an anthology. <clears throat> yeah. So it's like every character from every one is listed in the internet movie database. So I'm like, I wanna see who's in the Roanoke story. And I'm like scrolling down, I'm scrolling down, I'm like, no, no, no. So it's it's like wasn't NPH in the uh, circus one? I never watched the circus one. I th- well, I mean commercials, boys. I thought I, was, I, I thought know. I saw him as like the ringmaster or something like that in the circus one. I don't know. I think I think Jessica Lange was. Oh yeah, I like her. But uh, <laughs> anyway, it's it's starting to grow on me a little bit. So that, that's a good show. Um, I'm also watching Designated Survivor with. Kiefer Sutherland. How is how, how is that? That's uh, that's for, that's one of those things that was like really interesting, but I didn't really understand the commercial, like why it's called Designated Survivors. So like, how how is that show? Through two episodes, I'm still gonna give it some ch- chance. It's building up. Basically, the premise, if you didn't understand it, there's a, a clause written in the Constitution. It's actually referred to as the Designated Survivor, where when the uh, State of the Union address is being done by the president at on the Hill in Congress. And every I mean, fucking everybody's there. All the congressmen, all the senators, the entire cabinet, you got the Supreme Court joint chiefs, everybody's there for it. And they ha the, the thing is somebody has to stay away from there. And that's basically what the premise yeah. of, the, of the show is. There's a terrorist attack and they blow up the Capitol and kill Everyone, president, vice president, like a nuke bomb or something like that went off. It wasn't a nuke because it didn't destroy all of Washington, but it okay. blew. It was a whatever, a big. I don't, I don't know bombs. <clears throat> I'm not in ISIS, but uh, it was a pretty big bomb. It killed all those people. So this guy, played by Kiefer Sutherland, he's the one who was told to stay back, and he's like, like the HUD director. Like he's a cabinet <laughs> member, but it's like really, really low on the totem pole. So now, poof, everybody's dead. Guess what? He's the president now. That's, and he's got to deal with all this bullshit and that's that like that's weird. Like I like I that's an interesting pre, uh, premise because when you think about something like that, you always think, "Oh, you know, president, vice president, all these other ones are, you know, are dead." So it's like fifth man down on the totem pole is going to be president or like, like 10th man. President, vice president, speaker of the house, secretary of yeah. state like it goes Whatever the order of succession is, it goes all the way down. It's like, you never think of somebody like he's like fiftieth down on the totem pole or something like that, or twentieth or whatever. It's gotta be low, like, yeah. Yeah, like you never think like what if that dude like has to run it, run the country at that yeah. point. Like it's it, when you describe it, it sounds really interesting. The commercials didn't really pull me in, but uh, what's what is that playing on right now? What is it on? Yeah. <sighs> on like netflix or something like that no it's on N- nbc maybe oh it's so it's like a network thing it's like it's oh it's on one of the one okay. of the big networks. i just i just didn't know which station it was playing on i just know i saw the ads for it so <clears throat> abc abc okay it's on abc <clears throat> yeah it was one of them yeah <clears throat> so i i enjoy it so that's that's the one and um 
TV shows. Okay. This past weekend, one of the channels, I was at home watching some TV. They were playing some movies. They were playing some movies. And I, As they tend to do sometimes. Sometimes. Usually it's television shows, but it was, I don't know if it was a ABC Family Freeform, AMC, TNT, T. It was one of those ones. They were doing a Star Wars marathon, Adam. Nice. And they were playing all six. They weren't playing the Force Awakens yet. Just of course not. Why, one why one through that? six. That's yeah, it's too new. So I left it on and watched it. I watched The Phantom Menace. Ew. Still a flaming turd. Ew. I can't I can't do I can't do any of the three prequels. I can't do them. I'm trying to I always try to think what are the redeeming qualities of the prequels. I still think the latter half of Revenge of the Sith was decent it was pretty it was okay um besides that it's like qui-gon jinn and uh that's it i think like I, I i see that as like the only redeeming qualities of the original trilogy he was like the only him and darth maul i guess i guess those two brandon those two. will say that his favorite one was revenge of the sith he loved the fight scenes he loved the war the, scenes. The fight scenes. He loves were, Revenge of the Sith. The fight scenes. I, I I will give him credit. I will give Brandon credit. The fight scenes were great. The fight scenes were really really good in Revenge of the Sith. Very cinematic. It showed the Jedi as this force wielding these force wielding abilities. Like you kind of see it a little bit in like Empire, for example, like when uh, Darth Vader tries to trap Luke in the <clears throat> carbonite freezing uh, device, and he. Force uh, jumps his way out, and he like super jumps. They show that a lot in uh, Revenge of the Sith, but I will say I do enjoy the fight scenes. Very choreographed, I guess you would say. Well, I was talking with a friend of mine, and he actually, and I couldn't believe he said this, and I trust his judgment. He, he's a brilliant guy, and he knows these films. He said his favorite out of the prequel trilogy was The Phantom Menace. Really? He said he enjoyed The Phantom Menace the most. And I said, but Jar Jar. And he goes, yeah, Jar Jar was unfortunate. He's like, but now that I'm older, I've looked back. He goes, and C-3PO is pretty awful. Yeah. And the other ones. And I'm like, well, you're not wrong, but I kind of gave him a pass. Because he was annoying as shit in yeah. the prequels. And the new one that came out, The Force Awakens, he was he was kind of lovable to a certain extent because they just kind of they kind of threw him in your face a little bit, like "Hi, I am C-3PO," like right in the middle of the camera, uh-huh. and it was kind of it was kind of funny a little bit because it's like, "Oh, what a dumbass!" I always thought he was gay. <laughs> well, yeah, I always thought C-3PO was gay. Hey, stereo- but, but stereotypes, an my friend. Stereotype, my friend. They can't be right. Listen, they- you don't think you don't think the people that have the technology to make androids and spaceships, you don't think they're not making love bots. You don't think they're doing that? But he's not. He's a protocol droid. You know, I mean, he could be ro- reprogrammed for anything. But no, you, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't have the parts. Listen, okay, they're detachable. You know, he's a he's an android. He's a robot. You can attach anything to him. He's like he's like a vacuum. He's got all kinds of attachments that come with him. So, but but there's there's something that struck me as strange. I, I find I find small holes. From the prequel trilogy to the only trilogy that matters. No shit. New Hope, Empire, no and Jeff. No shit. So I watched The Phantom Menace, and they, they played them all in order. I left, I stopped watching, and I came back just in time to watch Return of the Jedi. I'm like, sweet. Now I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cleanse my palate <laughs> from watching The Phantom Menace. Early. I'm going to watch Return of the Jedi. There's a scene in there that I thought was strange. It's the scene where they're on Endor. And there are the little Ewok village in the trees. Scott, I told you the Ewoks are terrible. Like we discussed this before. You're I'm not fine, talk- you're finally getting it. I'm not. No, no. So oh, okay. it's it's without the Ewok. They're at the Ewok okay. village, but Luke and Leia go off, and they're like on one of the rope bridges, and they're having a deep, deep conversation. And this is right around the time I think that he figures out that he's that he tells her that hey, you're my sister. Yeah. Well, anyway, he asks her. If you remember your mother, and, and he's asking, there it this, is, there it is. I know she, you're gonna go. And with. she says something along the lines of, "Yes, vaguely, but she died when I was very young. What do you remember about her? 
that she was beautiful. I'm thinking to myself, if you go back to Revenge of the Sith, she dies giving birth. How the fuck does she remember? <laughs> she like comes out of a vagina, naked, bloody, and screaming. And you're going to tell me that she's going to take the time to look over at her mom and be like, you're not bad looking, mommy. And remember that? You've been born for minutes and you're going to remember that? I think that's a plot. She should remember. It's it's a plot hole. I'm going to play devil's do advocate. It. Do it. I'll, you're, I'll do it. And I'll see you, how you can defend this. Because they're force wielders, maybe they have some type of feeling about it. Maybe it's not so much that she remembers, but she remembers like having a feeling about her or something. Like just like usually when a child is born, they can recognize their mother at the very least because they have a sense of bond with their mother. So maybe because they're strong in the force through their father, maybe that sense of bond is what kind of creates these memories of her mother. Leia has zero idea that she has zero idea. That but, she has the force. But I think no, she has zero idea, but it doesn't change the fact that she like, for example, the force was kind of awakened in Leia a little bit in uh Empire Strikes Back when Luke is hanging off the antenna underneath Cloud City yes. and she says, Leia, Leia, and she can feel him. So the Force is kind of awakened a little bit in her. I understand so that. Maybe that's, but then, but, and don't forget there's a couple years in between those two movies. So there could have been a lot of time that happened where you know she's feeling things out and things like that. You know, Luke says, I have no memory of my mother. Luke is... Arguably the strongest one, maybe not the Vader, the Emperor, but at that time in the Force. So if anybody can recall memories of the minute you're born of how your mother was, it should have been Luke. I and think, yet he I has think, no memory of I think of he it. was drawn more towards his father than his mother. Though. So maybe the Force is drawing him more towards that direction. I'm, like I said, I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay. I agree. It's a, it's a fucking plot hole. I'm playing devil's advocate because here's here's why I'm going to play devil's advocate for that. Because I still love the idea of the force as being this unknowing spiritual essence Absolutely. in the world. As opposed to metachlorians, the, the science of the force and stuff like that. I prefer to think of the force as this unknowing mystical essence, this uh, faith-based ba- faith uh, kind of thing. And so maybe that's... That's the only that's the only explanation I can give, mind you. So take it or leave it. I'm I don't gonna leave it. You can leave it. I'm gonna leave it. I don't think I don't know if I would take it either. I'm just saying, once again, devil's advocate. I don't think and I heard that George Lucas had them all written. All six films written. And even though in the seventies he started with uh, a new hope, it went that direction. I think that's I call bullshit. I don't think he had episode one, two, and three written. No, he didn't. There's no fucking no way, no way. There's too many holes. And if if he didn't, he should have gone fucking back. I think and watched his original films. I think he was just trying to be clever back then by saying, "I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna be fucking cool in the future because I'm gonna make the prequels. And they're gonna be awesome." It's like when Quentin Tarantino made Kill Bill Volume Two, and he said he's going to make Kill Bill Volume Three, but it's going to take, but he's not going to make it for like ten years, something like that, because like he had this, he had this idea. You remember whenever, uh, what's her name's character uh, killed the? Uh, I know what you're going to say. Uh, the the bride killed the the daughters. The fucking what's her name fuck i can't remember any actors names right now is it no vanessa williams is it no no uh, no it was um yeah look it up real quick but when she kills when she kills her mother and she says to the daughter yes i know you hate me right now but someday if you want revenge i'll be waiting for whatever kind of bullshit that stuff like that like it's kind of like that like Quentin Tarantino is trying to be really fucking cool by saying, I'm going to wait till Vivica they grow. A. Fox. Vivica A. Fox. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be really fucking cool, man. And I'm going to make this movie later. And it's going to be awesome. And, you know, it's going to, yeah, she's going to grow up and I'm going to use the same actresses and everything like that. I think it's kind of like that. And it's not that cool. It's okay. It's not that cool. I think that's cool. That's yeah, not I, that I, cool. Kill Bill Volume 3. I love, I, I, I love the idea of Kill Bill Volume 3, but I mean the concept of I'm going to wait like 10 or 15 years for her to grow up and then use the same actress, wait that long, that I, I'm just like, eh, it's not that cool. And I think that's what George Lucas was doing. He said, I'm going to make these three fucking movies. They're going to be awesome. They're going to be amazing. And then in the future, when technology gets better, I'm going to make the prequels and they're going to be even better. They're going to be the fucking shit. Um, that's what I think he was going through. Then I'm going to remaster the original ones and add things that shouldn't fucking be there. 
Greedo's gonna shoot first. first. Han's Han's gonna fucking step on uh Shop of the tail, all that shit. You know, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Anakin Skywalker at the end of Return of the Jedi when he becomes a spirit and all that shit and replace that actor. Fucking Hayden Christensen. I saw that when I just recently watched Return of the Jedi. I'm like, motherfucking they Hayden also Christensen. Re, they also remastered the Emperor too. They also remastered like the the image where uh like whenever in Return of the Jedi or and uh not Return of the Jedi, when Empire, when Darth Vader's talking to the Emperor, and it's that hologram image, stuff like that. That's not the original image, obviously. That's the image they used for the Emperor Palpatine and shit. <clears throat> the one they used for that one, uh, from the original trilogies. Yeah, so, <clears throat> I It's, like, impossible to find the original versions. It is. Here's what I'm going to say, and... Like I said in Brandon's defense about the whole, like, there's so many epic battles in the original, and like, Rents of the Sith, and all this stuff, and how I give it a pass. Not really a pass, the whole movie, but, like, the latter half. I was disappointed, and I can't, I can't blame the original trilogy for this, but I was also a little disappointed in um, The Force Awakens. The space battles that were meant to be so ridiculously epic with spaceships fighting each other and stuff like that, they weren't that epic. They weren't that amazing. They were good, but they weren't that amazing where it seemed like, for example, in Return of the Jedi, when they had this, all this money to play with, there were like three X-Wings that flew into the Death Star and the Millennium Falcon, and that was it. And there's supposed to be this rebel, these rebel alliance with all these armada, these ships and everything like that. They're supposed to have, you know, all these ships that can not really beat the, uh, the Empire, but at least, you know, fight them off a little bit and everything. Like, it just didn't seem that epic to me. And in the force awakens when the rebels attack the planet killer the rebels <coughs> or not the rebels the um, the first order no the first no the rebels i mean when they attack the first order at the end of the movie oh to, oh, oh, oh when they yeah, attack yeah, the first yeah. order and they're trying to destroy that planet the uh that big laser planet are they still called the rebels in force i am i mean that's how i imagine the rebellion's over right but i imagine them as the rebels because they're not a part of any one particular thing they're trying to fight I mean, they off still the wear like the orange suits with the yeah. helmets and has the x wings yeah that's what i imagine the yeah. mass as still rebels rebelling against them like because no official government is standing up to the first order at that point but when they're fight when they're going there to take on take them on and help you know han and all them I wanted it to be like 50 X-Wings flying in the air, coming down on the planet, having this big fight with like 50 TIE fighters, stuff like that. Because you would imagine that would what it, that's what it would be like. But it's like 15 X-Wings maybe, but they only show like five on the screen at a time. And it seems less epic than it should have been. Like it seems like, especially with the technology and the amount of money that was put in that movie, it seems like it should have been a little more epic but, than it was. But there wasn't many Rebels left. They were like <clears throat> decimated. Like Admiral Akbar got like together who was left. And Scott, then, like Lando had to freaking pilot the Millennium Falcon. Here's what I'm going to say to that. I don't care. And the reason why I'm going to say that is if you only have like 10 X-Wings that can go up against this planet and with the amount of resources that the First Order has, there should have been then 10 X-Wings taking on 50 TIE Fighters. Well, are you because, talking about Return of the Jedi now? No, I'm talking about uh, Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Okay. When the X-Wings go to help uh, uh, blow up the planet to go give them some support and stuff because they're supposed to take down the shield. Same premise as Return of the Jedi, basically, but they got to go take down the shield. That's why I was confused. They got to go take down the shield so the X-Wings can fly in and take it out. Then based on the resources the First Order has and all the ships they have and all the TIE Fighters you see at the beginning of the movie and all the – everything they've got, it should have been like 10 X-Wings and there should have been like 50 TIE Fighters on that planet that should have come to fight them. Like I was expecting something more epic. And if you only have like 10 TIE Fighters to defend – the the generator that can blow up the whole planet, then that's just poor planning, in my opinion. <clears throat> well, think about poor planning. If you go to, uh, I mean, think about the Death Star. <clears throat> it is like the premier piece of technology in the entire universe, and they leave a giant gaping chasm <laughs> that spaceships can fly in to its one giant vulnerability yeah. at the core. I like, mean, it's like I get they. Yeah, okay. It's but- like when they, they did the Family Guy Blue Harvest thing where they did their <laughs> they did the remake the, the parody of Star Wars and Stewie is Darth, Darth Vader and, and they were talking about the Death Star and Stewie's like, "Great, so it has no vulnerabilities." And the guy's like, "No, absolutely. Well, 
no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And he's like, you know, you hesitated there for a second. <laughs> what do we got here? And he tells him about the uh, the exhaust board. He's like, I mean, can't we like put something over that? Like, can't we like nail like a, a board? garage like, door? Or like, something? can we like, like nail a board over it or something? Just just until we get something more permanent. Like, that seems like a problem. He's like, no, no, no. They got to go down this long trench, like a mile long, and there's laser guns. That'll be fine. No, don't worry about it. So, I mean, yeah, poor planning. But I mean, I'm just saying. Like, you would think if you have this planet killer, then that's huge. You'd have more Tie Fighters. But I mean, they blew up the first Death Star. <laughs> Fool me once, shame yeah. on you. Fool me twice, and then they blow up the second Death Star the same fucking way. Like fool, fool me, me twice, twice, shame on me. Like <laughs> throw damn up the third one. It's like oh, I don't even know. You to don't go deserve from there. to be the Galactic Empire if you fucking can't build a freaking but ship. Do you, but do you understand what I'm saying? With the amount of resources that Disney could throw at this movie, I was expecting, even if it's like, like, like if you go back and watch the movie, they only show like three or four Tie Fighter X wings on the screen at once. And it makes you think, like, is there only, like, ten people there fighting them on this huge planet on their turf? Like The cool the- scene, though, with Poe Dan and flying oh, his yeah. X-Wings real close to the water. Oh, yeah. That was a cool scene. Yeah. Well, like, but- well, okay, for example, whenever they go to rescue Han on that planet, how many X-Wings are fucking flying on that water right there? There's, there's more than ten. Way more than ten X-Wings flying right there. So They've- it's like... They fucked the four first order shit up. Oh yeah, they did. That there. was that was an amazing scene. I, yeah. I I went to go see that with you. The, I I saw it a second time, yeah. and I kept looking at you like, oh, here they come, here they come, and then they fucking shut up. I'm like ah, I could feel your eyes burning a hole in the side of my head on the scene with uh, Han. Han Solo. Yeah, he, I, I was when he was there with. Uh, I, I kept looking over. I, I didn't. I, I didn't want to make it obvious. I kept looking over like uh, Scotty, Scotty, and you were like on the edge of your seat. You're on the edge of your seat, like, oh my god, oh my god, I see it coming, but no. But that that that's what I mean about the whole. I I feel like the battle should have been more epic. They didn't feel epic enough to me. As a that's the reason why I'll give the original trilogy, not the whole trilogy, but a lot of the battle scenes and stuff like that, more more positivity because they felt like a war. It felt like a war as opposed to like minor skirmishes. So. It was a war. It was a Star Wars. Oh! So, Scott. Yes, sir. Something happened recently. The whole world is... Well, the whole world, but all of America yes, is talking about it. Yes, the answer is yes, the whole world. <laughs> the whole world is talking about it, true. Um, it can't be avoided. It's fucking everywhere. We don't want to talk about it for very long, but... What did you think about the first presidential debate? Well, we're, we're a bit late to the game, I think, because this episode is going to go up like a week after it should probably. So it's going to it's been like, what, two weeks since the debate at this point? Yeah, you and I went to a debate watch party. I actually had to leave early, but uh, it was a good time. We got, st- some, got some free booze. I stuck around for a little bit. I got a little criticism about that party, though. Um Every time Trump like opened his mouth to say something, rightfully so, everybody's like, "Oh, shut up!" Blah blah. They all made a bunch of noise. It made it really hard to watch a debate, though. Made it really difficult. Yeah. But that's what happens. You get a bunch of beer people, get a bunch of people together and beer them up. And watch a bunch like of that. crazy progressive liberal Hillary supporters juice them that up are with over some the age beer. of fifty. <laughs> like yes. yeah, yeah. I was I was shocked how old everybody was. Two votes. Were... Yes, two votes. Our county. Romney won our county in 2012 by two votes. <laughs> so I pe- love that guy. people were serious about that. I had fun. I wish I could have stayed longer, but I had to get home. Yeah, I, I ended up leaving shortly after you. Didn't stay too long. I, I actually saw uh, the one guy, Pete, who was in charge of the event. He took a photo and posted it on social media of like the room. And this was after I had left. And I saw you still sitting in the chair. Really? I'm like, oh, look, he stayed for a while. That's kind of cool. I stuck around for a little bit. But yeah, I thought I- you might stay longer. It was free beer. <laughs> I stuck around for a little bit, but then I ended. I was like, you know what? I can't watch the debate if everybody's making just tons of noise. So it's like I still kind of want to pay attention to it. So I went. I ended up going home. I was. I didn't want to miss any of it. And Twitter was uh, live streaming it, so I put on Twitter on my car as I was going home, so I couldn't miss any minute of it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a shit show. It was a shit show, and it I think it, uh, rightfully so. I mean, who do you think won? Obviously, Hillary won. Okay. Um, I do, Trump too. Think, Trump thinks he won, but... Even, like, the conservative media, even Fox News is saying Hillary won. So, obviously, Hillary won. Like, Hillary won. 
she I will I will commend Hillary for this. Whoever runs her campaign taught her well how to deal with Trump. Very well. I was like Trump was trying to egg her on and she was trained very well to not let it get to her. And he was trying. Like you saw it. He was really trying to get at her. Yeah, um Here's the thing about it though. Go for it. I think Hillary won. I think Hillary definitely won. I think the majority of people, I think even a lot of Trump supporters think Hillary won. There's those certain idiotic conservative Trump supporters that would have said Trump won no matter what. He could have walked on stage, cut a loud juicy fart, walked off stage, <laughs> and they still would have been like, oh, he's absolutely right. Like like those people, there was no convincing them. But uh, most of the people, the sane people will say, think hillary won but guess what adam that doesn't fucking matter it doesn't no because if you think back to 2012 mitt romney beat barack obama in the first debate some people say in all the debates if you go back even further to 2004 john Kerry beat george w bush in the debates yeah how'd that work out for Kerry and romney the opposite one yes so Hillary Clinton beating Donald Trump in the debate doesn't fucking really mean anything. Let's I mean, be honest. The debates don't really matter all that much anyway. Debates are just for the people like that people that are undecided. Like you. like Kind of like me that are undecided to who they want to vote for. I've already decided, though, I'm not voting for Trump. So that doesn't really affect me that much. You've decided that you're not voting for Trump. But yes. you are not sure if you're voting for Hillary yet. I don't know. Here, well, all right. Here's my here's here's why I did this in the last election. I I like Obama a lot. I didn't really want to vote for him, but I did like him a lot, so I did vote him for the second time. I don't want to vote for somebody just because I don't want the other person to get in. To me, that that's not really like that's. Like, that's me saying, I'm voting not to have Trump in. That's all I'm voting for. There's a lot of people that are doing that. I've talked to so many people, and they're like, I don't like Hillary Clinton, but I hate Donald Trump. Yeah. Therefore, I'm voting for Hillary Clinton because she is the lesser of two evils. I've heard a lot of people use that phrase, the lesser of two evils. I don't really like that either. I don't think that should be how you vote. That's 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 my problem too. Like I did that last time. Now I'm like, I don't know if I don't know if it's better to not vote or to do that. You have to vote. You can't not vote. If you don't vote, I don't think you have any right to bitch about. What do you anything. think about uh? What do you what do you think about uh Trump's plan to uh increase uh whatever deficit or whatever get companies back like the you know the uh the uh, trickle down Trump trickle down effect that he wants to do oh. Trumped up trickle down, yeah, as Hillary up trickle called down, it. as she called it. Well, we tried trickle down. We tried it with Reagan. Reaganomics, the trickle down, you know, cut taxes to the wealthiest Americans, and they're the CEOs, the heads of corporations, and they'll have more money. Therefore, they'll invest that money into their works businesses. In, it works in theory. In theory, that's a great idea. We tried it in the 1980s. Guess what? It didn't fucking work. And here's why. People, I hate to say it, I hate to sound cynical, but people are inherently greedy. And these CEOs that are already multimillionaires, they want more millions. So instead of taking the tax break, the money that they get, and investing it back to their company, they buy more yachts, and they buy more Rolls Royces, and more mansions, and more private jets to make themselves more rich. And that's that's the problem with it. If they would have done what the economics was set up to do and invested in their company, put more money in the pockets of the worker, it would have stimulated the economy. And that's what Trump wants to do. Because why? Because he's the CEO of a business. No so shit. of course he wants to cut tax, even though he doesn't pay taxes. That already came out too, which is crazy. Yeah. I pay I, taxes. You pay taxes. Donald Trump has $7 billion and he doesn't pay taxes. He, somehow he has $7 billion, yet he's had to do bankruptcy how many times? He's had to... He's had to close down how many businesses he owned because they went bankrupt and shit like that. Or right? so he says he has $7 billion. I'll believe it when we see his taxes. I'm thinking maybe he doesn't have as much money as he leads yeah, us on to believe. I don't think he really does either. But 
Let me let me ask this. Do you and this is how I think about it, and let me know if you agree with me. During the debate, and this kind of felt a little bit about professional debates to a certain extent anyway. Mm-hmm. I felt like Hillary held herself very well. I've said that. Um I felt like Hillary was doing more talking and Trump was doing more debating. Like I feel like this concept of we ask you a question then we ask you the same question, then you rebut, then you rebut in this orderly fashion. I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Like, I like that's just how I felt. Like, there's a difference between argue, obviously, a difference between arguing and debating, but I feel like there's also a difference between talking and debating. And I felt like she was doing a lot more talking, and he was trying to actually debate her, not very well, but actually trying to debate her. Well, I don't know. I don't know exactly how the rules were set up ahead of time. Um, Lester Holt, I think he did an okay job. Yeah, I, not great, but it, I don't think anybody's gonna do a perfect job in that situation to be a, a debate moderator with those two. Yeah, so I, I think he did a good job. I think he did better than Matt Lauer did with the the military one they did a few weeks back. But uh, I don't know. I think I think Hillary was given some plans out there. She she had her moments where she attacked Trump and. You know, she she had her little zingers, which is fine. Little Hillary shimmy. Yeah, I loved it. All over loved it. Loved little it. Loved it. Shimmy Laura. that's been going around. Yeah. God, I do not love that. She knew she had a beat. She knew. And, uh, but I don't think Trump had any good ideas. I think he I was, think just, he, he was no. all over the place <laughs> where Hillary came out with some. Very accusatory. Who was? Trump. Very accusatory. Always. Throwing shit in her face, things that she did, thing not even things she did, but things that like Bill Clinton did that had nothing to do with her, but he still did. Well, that's it. what he's doing now. He is on a rampage, attacking Bill Clinton's infidelities. How he cheated on Hillary when they, well, they're still married. He cheated on Hillary a few times and got caught getting dome in the Oval Office by a intern. We all know about that. That happened in the 1990s. He was impeached for it and went through the proceedings and stayed in as president. Like, we know about that, Donald. And he's attacking him for this. And guess what? He's had three separate wives who he's cheated on each one in simultaneous order with the next one. Like, he has no right to attack anybody on infidelity. And then you got Rudy Giuliani, who's also cheated, saying shit. You've got Newt Gingrich, who's also a cheater, saying shit. Ted Cruz, who's also a cheater, saying shit. The Republican, the conservatives, the party of family values, they're cheaters, too. They have no—people who live in glass houses should not throw stones. Exactly. Was Bill wrong? Yes, he was. And he he paid for it. But guess what? Bill's not running for president. Hillary is. Yeah. Well, we're not going to go on a big rant about it. I think it's unanimous. Everybody seems to say Hillary won except for Trump. He's the only holdout. Um, <laughs> no, I, a couple of his lunatic supporters that he could have done no wrong. He could have, like, yeah. yeah. I We're not going to go on a big rant about it. I think as the debates progress further, we might, and the election comes close, we might do a couple, one or two episodes where we talk about, but I think it was a good show. It was a good show. I think I think we went on a high note. Let's end on a high note too. Let's, let's, let's do end it. On that. Let's do it. Let's give a shout out to our beer of the show, the Spody Odie Pale Ale from the Appalachian 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 Mountain Brewery in Boone, North Carolina. A very very good beer. So thanks to everybody there at uh, the Appalachian Mountain Brewery. Okay, so if you would like to get a hold of us, there are several ways, several ways you can do that. You can send us an email to foryourdistraction at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for your distraction. Like us on there. We post all kinds of links to our newest shows, cool videos, pictures, things of that nature. You can also find us on Twitter. Also by searching for For Your Distraction. Follow us on there. Kind of same deal. Like I mentioned earlier, Periscope is a really great thing. If you don't have it yet, I recommend downloading the free Periscope app to your device. 
searching for for your distraction following us on there we broadcast our shows all kinds of neat things um you can also you can listen to our show on itunes you can search for for your distraction on there follow us rate us put a little comment on there um also on soundcloud that's my preferred way to listen i enjoy listening on soundcloud so search for for your distraction on soundcloud um what else oh you know what we need adam what? we need music we do need some music we're running we we, we got running we got on some, empty as jackson brown pretty would much say. yeah running on fumes at the moment for our music we we i got some few things backed up but i have my kazoo <laughs> but i'm not that good at it so you gotta practice sir you gotta practice i'll practice later <laughs> but yeah we do need some music so if you guys are in a band or you know anybody that's in a band you know or does any type of music it doesn't have to be you know a normal rock band any type of music at all and they want to you know get their stuff out there they want to you know let us use their music for like an end song you know we'll tag them we'll let them know everybody know well, where their social media accounts are where they could be found and everything you know let us know hit us up on uh facebook and twitter and let us know about that kind of stuff also don't forget about on twitter to search for the potter and family follow the potter and family we're a member of the potter and family really really cool guys there really yeah. cool guys they promote our show and a whole bunch of other great shows we've stumbled onto some really good podcasts from them so definitely check out the potter and family on twitter and um yeah that's that about does it huh adam yeah that's pretty much it i got i got nothing else have you got nothing well we'll see how these uh television shows turn out and Looking forward to the next debate. I heard Trump may skip the next debate. Like he's done he, it before. He skipped debates before. Yeah, he so has. Now. For the Republican nomination, he skipped them. If he might do it again because he got his ass handed to him. If he skips a debate, do you think it's, I mean, what would happen? Like, would they just not do it? Or would Hillary talk for like an hour or what? I hope not. I hope he doesn't skip. I hope he goes. But if he does <laughs> skip, I think she would still talk. But I don't think many networks would carry the whole thing. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I don't, I don't think I'd stick around for just an hour of Hillary talking. I don't, I don't know if I would do that. Thanks for joining us. And tune in next time. See ya. Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. Fatality.